And now, weighing in out of the blue corner, Josh the Pong Thompson. 100%. And on the other mic, he weighs in from the red corner, Big John McCarthy. Well, it is another day with the Weighing In Podcast crew. My man, Josh Thompson, is sitting there ready to speak, but I'm not going to let him speak because there's so many other things to talk about without him. I was doing all kinds of farm work, stumps, picking up all these things. I felt like I was doing some kind of strongman contest with the Atlas Stones. That's why I'm sore as hell right now. <laughs> What's up, dude? How you doing? <laughs> you know how many people cheered inside when you said you weren't going to let me talk? Oh, <laughs> they were like in their mind it was all they heard was a crowd cheering <sighs> <sighs> yeah it's kind of what i what i heard too but you know i was like hey man john's gonna do the whole show by himself cool, hell right? no yeah. dude hell yeah hell, hell yeah no. hell get it john no. get it john ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hey guys you know what john and i have decided to do a live stream we're gonna actually do a live screen stream on thursday Does that mean it's night? like, hey, like really live it's going to be live. Like yes, really we are. Live. We're going to do it on YouTube Thursday night. Yeah, Dave, yeah. what time on Thursday night would you recommend? Uh, I'm going to, uh, we're going to aim for a start time on YouTube of around 6 p.m., between 6 and 6.30 p.m. Pacific, okay. uh, so California okay. time. And then, um, and then Wow, that's we'll go good, Dave. You actually got California specific. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> You're all <laughs> over it, dude. <laughs> specific uh, Pacific, but whatever, yeah. Dave. We yeah. get Specifically it. Specifically Yeah, it'll, pro it'll probably be. It'll probably be like right now we film this show. It's going to drop tomorrow, but we film it normally at 6.30, 7.30, but 6.30 on Tuesday evenings if we can. And uh, we drop it the next morning. So we will be filming Thursday night, 6.30 Pacific Standard Time. So, so everyone needs to YouTube. tune in and give us your questions because we got all kinds of things to answer here. And I got yep, new yep. ideas. So I'm going to bring those ideas up. And if so, you guys have any questions for us, why don't you guys do us all a favor? Go to OnlyFans.com slash in. Subscribe to us. It's free, guys. It's free. Go there and submit some questions there. We're only taking questions off of our OnlyFans. So go to OnlyFans.com slash in. Subscribe to us there. It's free, like I said. Now, I did have someone reach out to me and say, hey, actually, they charge you 10 cents when you enter your credit card. I said, no, really what that is is a verification. They want to make sure that your credit card works. They want to make sure that it is still valid, that the dates are all lined up. They want to share and they'll probably, they'll end up giving you the 10 cent credit back after it's. Are you, are you telling me someone was, was whimpering about 10 cents? Hey, I've got to, I've got to make sure that our fans. 10 cents? John, this is what I read 10 cents? I want to make sure that our fans understand that I, I listen to them. I do. I reach. I understand oh where they're coming from. But on top of that, I mean, the guy, the guy had a valid point. I can't say it's free when they're going to charge you 10 cents. But I can say it is because what they do is they run your – most banks do this when you buy big purchases online also at a website that you're not, you're not usually frequently or usually, usually – Using frequently. Using frequently. So it. what it is is they charge it. And then they actually credit you back the 10 cents after it runs through. So not too shabby. But hey, like I said, if you guys want us to answer some questions on the live YouTube uh, broadcast on cool. Thursday night at 630 Pacific Standard Time, make sure you submit your questions at OnlyFans and we will go ahead and answer those for you guys. Dave, what there do you think go. about that? What do you think about that, Dave? That's great. That's great. That's great, Dave. That's, That's great. great. Why does he <laughs> sound a little Dave. bit like Italian yes. Scottish guy? Yeah. That's great. Yes. And make a sexy time. Yeah. Yeah. Sexy time. <laughs> uh, 
But hey, be, uh, let's let's go ahead. Before we get started, though, on any of this other stuff, though, make sure you guys smash that subscribe button, hit that little thumbs up, and also we dropped the Islam interview. I know the audio was a little off, but uh, it was the best we could do because it was an unexpected interview. We caught him, you know, in passing. He was done with dinner. Yeah, it was very much impromptu. But you know what? He said, hey, let's try to get something in. You know, I was going to try to meet up with them. At some point during this trip, we just ran into him at the lobby of the hotel and we said, hey, let's do it. And he said, let's do it now. So you can't pass up on a moment like that to end up talking to one of the best fighters, if not the best fighter in the world right now. And uh, you don't tell the champ up. when to go. The yeah. champ tells you when to go. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, he's like, yeah, let's go now. I'm like. Who am I to argue with the champ? Uh, yeah. like, Come on, who am I? Yeah, you know, and uh, um, yeah. But if you're an audio listener on uh, <laughs> iTunes or Spotify, then you obviously didn't see that it dropped because we didn't drop an audio version of it just because the audio uh, wasn't up to par with the typical show. So if you're an audio listener on Spotify or iTunes right now, it is on YouTube, the Islam interview. So we'll mm-hmm. check that out. The other thing is I want you, uh, we're working on a deal right now, trying to get get our, our video put up onto Spotify. And once that goes through, hopefully that will be, you'll be able to frequent both spots, whether you have YouTube or whether you have Spotify. I know a lot of people yep. only have Spotify and uh, listen to us on the audio. So hopefully our video will be coming soon. Podcast Dave and Miss McCarthy are working strenuously to get our video Diligently. Put up there. Diligently. Diligently. Okay. Whatever. I don't even know what either one of those words mean. I just knew it kind of meshed in there somewhere. Um, but I'm looking forward to uh, that being on there as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, is there anything else, Dave, before we get started on? Let's talk about no, some fights, roll. man. Let's roll about some fights. John, is take us away, buddy. About? Really? Nah. Well, we do have a pay-per-view. Now, it is unfortunately, it is the second pay-per-view of the month, which honestly <laughs> is... Gonna stress a couple people out, but get a friend to you know tell him you'll pay for the next one. This is gonna be a great rematch. Well, it's not the trilogy, excuse me. UFC two eighty six with the headlining fight of Leon Edwards against Kamaru Usman. Kamaru Usman trying to come back and regain his title, which he lost to Leon Edwards on that last round. Unbelievable knockout. Boom, headshot, you're dead. That was awesome, all those different things that happened. Come on, the, 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 what happened with the interview and everything off of that fight was absolutely just classic as far as the coach, the way Leon you know, responded, all of it, and I don't think Kamara liked any of it, and I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when I when I had listened to the Usman interview on Joe Rogan afterwards, in yeah. he had said some he said a lot of things that I it's think a lot, a of, lot great of fighters. Yeah, I think he said a lot of things that fighters think about just throughout their their run. Like say you have you're on a five fight or an eight fight win streak, the stress that comes along with it, and you may not think about it because oh, if you're not if you are the champion, you're yeah. not the champ. But you do in your back of your mind, like man, I can't drop this. I'm I'm on a roll. I'm making money. I'm doing this. There's so many goals that you have set for yourself, and you're con- it's in the, constantly in the back of your mind. Okay, one more. Okay, one more. It's always one more, John. Yeah. It's even at the end of people's career. It's always one, one more. more. That's why it's so. That's why it's so great when you see someone like Benson. That was it. He just said, "Look, yep. I said once I lost, it's done." And this is well, he the knew, deal. like, and that was the he best knew. because he he made it up, he made it up in his mind. Look, if I lose any of these fights, when I lose the fight, that's it. That's the end of my career. And and, and he went with it. And that's that's the way to do it. Yeah, I needed I needed some time to to really 
let it settle in. But I yours is different for myself. Yours was different. Yeah, because yeah, because you ruined it for me. But no, um, I didn't yeah, ruin it for you. I fucking I helped you fucking <laughs> you, you help you get out of the fucking goddamn the... game. You yeah. need to fucking thank me. <laughs> oh shit! This is probably true, by the way, All ladies right, and gentlemen. There you go. This is probably true. But when you have Kamaru Usman uh, coming off of that loss, it was like a big weight lifted off his shoulders, and I think I think you're gonna see a resurgence of what he was before. And not that he was doing bad in that fight. I'm not trying to say no. that. He obviously was winning every round. I think he lost the first, the first round in that he lost fight. The first round. I mean, he got yeah. taken down. Got you know, there's got taken yeah. down. He got mounted right away, and it was. Uh, but he he won the second, third, fourth, and was winning. Fourth, yeah, the fifth. Yeah, was winning the fifth when that kick happened. But I look at Leon as he he proved that he can get a takedown on him. He proved that he can he can strike with him. He proved yeah. that. He can dig deep when he needs to, and he proved that his fucking corners are ride or die for him. Yep. And that that corner saved his that's damn good. career that night. And that's yeah. that. Those are the kind of people, and those are the kind of coaches you want in your corner, pleading with you. Do it for. Don't do it for me. Do it for you. You can do this. You're not even breathing. He wasn't even breathing heavy in that fit, going into that fifth round. He was just sitting against the fence, going, "I can't believe this is happening right now. I can't believe." And then he get, finally just got through to him, and boom. Like he said, headshot, damn, it's yep. over, dead. It was it was beautifully timed, beautifully done, and we it, can't. Well, we're the worst part of the whole thing is you know a lot of people. Oh, it was so lucky. No, it was not lucky. No, it was a setup attack. It was skill. He practiced that. He showed you know how to set that up with all those low kicks and the kicks to the body that he'd been doing throughout the night and everything. He set it up even in that round at that moment just before. Look, he he played his hand, and man, it was the right it was the right hand to play, and and he got the win. And this is where I don't know someone was someone, someone was just saying something about uh, our our interview with with Islam, and they go, you know, Islam, you know, get killed against Usman, right? And I'm like, is it, okay? That's your belief. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Everyone's yeah. going to have their belief, but it's not a fact. No. And that's why we fight the fight. You know, it's like, yeah. what are you doing? Don't you? It's good that you, you know, you believe in Usman. Great. But there's nobody that cannot be beat. Mm-hmm. Everyone can, can be beat. That's it. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean that they're going to, but there's too many ways to lose in MMA. It's yeah. amazing when someone has an unbeaten record. Is, yeah, especially like even just one loss is just fantastic. It's, it's crazy. It's insane. You look at the guys, right? Like you say, John Jones shouldn't have the loss, but there's also fights where you. A lot of people have said he shouldn't have won those fights, whether it was the first Gus fight or whether it was the Dominic Cruz fight. Whatever fights that they could say they they didn't think he won. I, mean, yeah. I have an argument for those fights as well. I'm not saying that he didn't win those fights. I'm saying there's an argument for him. Sure. And with Usman. Usman was a pretty dominant fighter throughout his run as champion and, you know, up until this last fight. I didn't see him really struggle with a lot of guys before that. Yeah, the sure Colby coming second fights. fight with Colby was close. Yeah, it was close. It was close. It was close. It was, I mean, it was, one, of, it was one of those times when you saw a little dent in the armor of Kamaru because he got tired. He actually got tired when yeah. this is a guy that most of the time, man, unbelievable gas tank. He's always in shape, and it's not that he wasn't in shape for that one. It was just, you know, that night. Yeah, he got a little tired. So it happens. 
When it, okay, so now that we've looked at the past, let's look at the, the present and the future coming up here. Let's do it. What are you it. thinking? What are you thinking? Well, you can look at it two ways. Exactly what you were talking about with a, a former champion who has something to prove, a former champion who now doesn't have all the pressure of being the champion. He's now the guy that has the ability to put the target on the back of the guy who took that title from him is now the champion. And so he's refreshed and he comes out and he performs just incredibly well. And that could happen. Or it could be that the knockout actually has an effect on you long after you get yeah. up and long after you're able to get back to the gym. And Leon now has a belief in himself that goes beyond what it was when he faced you the first time, a confidence factor that is even more. He's fighting in his his hometown, basically. He's fighting in London. You're the one having to go across and you know change of time and all that stuff while he's just in his flow there. So there's a couple ways to look at it. I still look and say, hey, you know, I think Leon Edwards is a phenomenal fighter. I think he's got all the tools that you're, you know, looking for for a champion. You know, he's got beautiful stand-up skills. His wrestling has become damn good, you know, and he's able to control most guys in the fight because he is faster mm -hmm. and he's got that range ability to be, to keep the fight where he wants. Kamaro has the skill set to change this. He's got the wrestling, and no matter what wrestling that Leon Edwards has done, Kamaro has the ability to take him down and control him on the ground. That's not going to change in the amount of time. That's a difference that is not going to change. The knockout's not going to change it. When you're not getting hit, those skill sets are going to be the same. So Kamaro has his route to victory. It is, hey, use your wrestling. Get in tight, take him down, and maul him. And just, you know, don't give him that space. Don't think that your stand-up is as good as his. It may be. I don't think it is. It's good, but why are you going to take that chance? You know where you can put this fight and beat him, and he doesn't have the skill set to beat you there. Your road to victory is there for you. Are you going to use yeah. it? That's my question. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, <clears throat> we could see a Leon that comes out with such confidence and is able to stick and move, pepper him, stick and move, yep. land inside leg kicks, land calf kicks, really change the dynamic of this fight. I, I, I'm surprised in that first fight he didn't really try to throw as many calf kicks as I thought he would have. I thought he would have went to the well a little bit more because it is a harder kick, uh, kick to catch because yep. it is so low. And the mm -hmm. speed of Leon with the kicks, mixing behind the hands. I would have thought there would have been more calf kicks. Now, also, too, when you're doing the damage, like Kamaro's got pretty skinny legs. Yeah. You know, and so you start lower kicking legs. on that calf and the lower legs, yes. His upper legs yeah. are fucking like tree yeah. trunks. Yeah. Um, but you look at that, you know, his calf, I mean, like you start putting some damage on there, it could change the outcome of the on his wrestling. And it could definitely yep. change his ability to shoot on the wrestling. Yep. And you look yep. at guys like when Imasov fought Logan Storley, how all of a sudden the fight changed real quick when those calf kicks started having an effect within oh. two or three of them. Logan so said after the second one, yeah. after the second kick, he goes, I knew. Oh, my God. I can't push yeah. off of my leg. You know, so and something. with 
Leon with the speed, getting it there, getting it back, and then still be able to sprawl. I think in that early rounds, if he's able to get to that calf early, he can start changing the dynamic of the wrestling real quick. And and not to forget that he got a takedown in the first fight. Not to threaten it too much, but to let him know that it's still there. Leon has all these attributes, and just the belief in himself needs to carry through from that last fight to this fight. Yep. And I think it will early. Now, Camaro... Being it depends who he on is. if Kamaro can make that go away by yep. being the Kamaro in the first fight and yep. mauling him. He has the ability to change how Leon mentally gets through that first couple of rounds. If he gets in his grill, doesn't allow him to kick, tries to just either elbow him, clinch him, hang on him, drop on the legs, come to the body, drop on the legs, lift, scoop, pull, all of those things. I think I think it, and if he makes it a grimy, just filthy fight, I think you can see Leon starts to change or have a little bit of doubt going in the second, third round. So it's gonna. I think we're gonna see, however, it plays out within the first two and a half to three minutes, at least for sure the first round. But um, I like what you said. the The knockout will have some sort of an effect. Will it make him a little hesitant when he starts seeing the hands come? Will he be a little more flinchy because of the hands and the kicks? Um, when, when he gets hit one clean, hard shot, will that give him doubt on whether he can take those shots or not? There's a lot of things that come along with being knocked out. You just don't realize it. How much did it really have an effect? Because we don't know until he gets back in there. I've seen guys get knocked out in the gym at like Trevor Prangley knocked out, um, uh, Nate, 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 Nate. God, I can't remember his name. Corey. He's kicking in Nate, Corey. No, was it Nate Corey? No, no. I don't know. Who trained with us? Nate, not Nate Corey. Uh, he's from Purdue. Russell with John John Fitch. Who, who did you say knocked him out? Ah, no, no, it wasn't a fight. It was out, in, but it wasn't a fight. It was in, in, a, it was in a training. It was in training. Anyways, Nate James. Nate James. I think it was Nate James. Anyways, uh, we had a bunch of Nates in our gym at the time. So, uh, But no, he got knocked after that. It was never the same. Never yeah, the I've same. Seen, I've, you, seen, I've seen guys knocked out yeah. in the gym, and they went back in, into you know, the fight. Yep. Never the yep. same. Never the same. And so and that that knockout was clean right on the jawline. Oh, yeah. And oh, and yeah. he was out. Yes. He was out. And so you don't know. Now did he give himself the ample amount of time to recover? Let his brain relax. Like did he did he eat more saturated fats? Did he do all the things that people talk doctors talk about him in terms of brain recovery? Did he do all of those things? Rest his brain, not think, not read, just lay in bed and just relax. Try to get some rest. All of those things you need to give your, don't get your body temperature up. No working out, no running, no, no making like drastic decisions, getting your, your, your blood pressure up. All of those things play a factor on your brain recovery. Yeah, so do. did he do those things? Did he do those things? We don't, we won't know, but, uh, you know, and he's also, well, how old is he? 35? No, I think he's how old is Kamar now. Usman? 36? I think he's 36 now. 35. 35. Coming on 36. 36. Coming on 36. May 11th. Yeah. May 11th. Coming up. So he'll be 36 here soon. And it is kind of coming towards, I don't want to say the end, but it is kind of coming towards like the last probably two years, two and a half years. Yeah. I mean, in the 70 pound division, they're in that tweener. Like it depends. With him, he stylistically, he's someone that can make his career last a long time because he can fucking wrestle so damn well. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know there's good wrestlers in the division. But man, this guy can wrestle, and he's a grinder. He's got heavy pressure. He's got knockout power. He's got good ground and pound. Good he, cardio. His career can last until he's yeah. He's got great cardio. He's got he can 
his career can last, I'd say, up until 38, 39, maybe even to the 40. It gets harder as you get into that 39, 40, as Benson just found out, you know? I found out the same way as well. It's that, it's that age. Well, you know, especially look, the lighter weight still, classes. You can still fight, okay? Yeah. It's just that when you're where he's at, you're only fighting the best. That, yeah. that becomes very rough because there's those little tiny differences start to show and those make a difference in the fight and so yeah it, it becomes really tough when you are a guy that's like a benson henderson where you know what you know, you're always fighting tough guys you don't get the easy fights well because at that stage right you're you're the you're the former you're champion the you're making yeah. a lot more money than, than the other guys that are trying to make their way up so the yep. promotion's got to if you're going to make that kind of money then they're going to have to fight you somebody against, you got to fight the best guys that's it and so i'm looking forward to this fight now look i've i've learned my lesson I'm not counting Kamaru Usman out. No. So if I if I'm looking at this right, I think Leon's got all the attributes to get it done. He does. It all. It all. It does really come down to how Kamaru took care of his brain and his head after that fight. That's all I care about. The rest of it, when I talk skill level, he's got the ability, especially with that. What I when I read his quote, his quote was, "I'm going to remind him how the first four, first how the how the first rounds two, three, and four were going." I'm going to remind him of that. And then once I remind him of that, then that's it's going to start changing. He's going to start realizing that he's going to settle into losing again. He's like, that last round was all he had. That's it. The last shot. And so I'm like, that's, that's, all, he that's all you need sometimes. That's all I needed. That's all but I needed. Kamaro had some good points. He's like, I'm going to remind him of the first fight and what I did to him then. I'm going to remind him of rounds two, three, and four. And so when I look at it that way, I'm it like, all man, you're, he's going to be hard all of that sounds great, and I'm not saying it's not exactly what he's going to do. Yeah. But somewhere in the back of his mind, Josh, he knows. That dude knocked me out. Mm. He knows. And you know. When someone has knocked you out, you have a different feel when you go up against that person again. It's different. It's not that, oh, he got a decision over me. Mm-hmm. That's different. It's not even that, oh, you know what? Submission. Eh, a little bit. But the knockout is one that it's it's just different. And when you have a serious knockout, I mean a completely out cold, imploded upon himself knockout. You know, that, that was lights out. And no matter what, he's got to get past that. Now, can he? Absolutely. Has he? I don't know. I just don't know yet. We're going to find out. I think he's a very mentally strong person. Oh, I think he's incredibly strong mentally. Yeah. I think he's, he's, he's that, he's that champion through and through. I think he's really, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I think I just want to know if his brain has mentally recovered, like because of the age, because it is harder to recover from that. No matter what he's done, your body just can't, can only do so much. And is at that time, that's the thing at 35, 36 is when, Everything is run by that brain. Yep. All of that, you know, great skill and everything is run by that brain. But John, so you're looking at the, the same picture. The, you're looking at the same picture I'm looking at, man. Look yeah. at that guy. He's built oh, like dude, a he's, Greek he's a guy. Freak. Dude, he's an Adonis. It's Jeez. freaking crazy. You know, and he's always been that way. He, I've prime. never seen Kamaru Usman go into a fight out of shape. I've never seen him take someone lightly. I've never seen him be, I've seen him where he is uh, not disrespectful, but not liking his opponent. 
and saying stuff and, and that's okay you know that sometimes that occurs but most of the time he's all business and he's phenomenal i mean look at the two records 20 and 3 versus 20 and 2 Jeez. you know these guys are as close as you can get one win a piece that's what i love about this kamaro's got to win leon's got to win and someone else is going to get an additional win we just don't know exactly who Anybody that says they know, they're full of shit. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know. That's why we fight. Both the guys fight. could win. Yep. Co main event, Jay, uh, Dave, John. Fantastic co main with Justin Gaethje taking on Rafael Faziv. Man, this is, if you're looking for a stand up battle, I don't know if there's going to be one that could get you any more excited for the way these two guys go at it. Like just Justin is who Justin is. He's called the human highlight reel for for a reason. He comes to fight, and Faziv is he's as skilled in the stand up as you're going to see. I mean, just some of the things that he does, the sitbacks, the way he can lean off of a kick and you know come back with a shot. Everything that he does is so smooth and so well taught and so well done. It's phenomenal to watch a guy. It's like watching a master class at times. You know, Gaethje is not that same guy as far as how smooth he is and stuff, but he is nothing but just one action after another, and he's got super hard leg kicks. You know, again, phenomenal matchup. I don't... John, there's a lot I want to say, but guess what? This fight is going to be fucking bonkers. (laughs) From the moment it goes... It's going to be just bonkers. I, I don't even see. I don't. If Justin Gaethje can survive the onslaught in the first round of the the speed, the power, the the leg kicks, all that stuff. And I also think that once Gaethje starts kicking him back, uh-huh. he's going to sing a little bit of a different tune. I looked at some old photos of when Justin Gaethje fought um, Dustin Poirier and his Dustin's leg. He took pictures of it. He's like the back of it, the side of it. It was so swollen black and blue down the backside of it. Oh, yeah. And you just see the damage. I mean, someone posted pictures of all the guys that that, uh, Gaethje's fought, the Connor fight, the Tony Ferguson fight, and the Dustin fight. fight. Not no no the Michael Chandler fight. Sorry, the Michael Chandler fight. My bad. What are you talking about? Did I say Connor? Did I say Connor? You did. Oh, my my apologies. So the the Michael Chandler, the Tony Ferguson, and and the Dustin Poirier fight, they were all just messes, man. Their faces black and blue, eyes Eddie Alvarez. shut. Eddie Alvarez, I mean, just that's right. Eddie Alvarez, his face was the cheek was swollen all the oh, way. Yeah. Remember, the cheek was swollen. I mean, the guy, he'll take shots, deliver shots, but in the second round, if he's still standing, look for him just to start walking you down, touching you, piecing you, and just making it a grimy fight. If he can do that with Fazeev, because remember, Fazeev. He was he was a rock star in the first round and a half against Bobby Green. Yep. And I love Bobby. I love me some Bobby Green, but he's no Justin Gaethje. He'll walk totally, you down. Totally different. Totally different styles. But totally I mean, different. Justin, Justin's got the power. Justin will take a shot to give a shot. Bobby yeah, will that, slip but, and make and that, the counter. But that's the difference. See, Justin yeah. is a lot easier to hit than Bobby that's Green. That's true. That's you true. Know? And he's going to be there for Fazeev to hit. And it's a question of, you know, because he, he's willing to take that shot to give the shot. And who's the one that's going to be able to survive those? And, and if there's one thing, you know, 
you got to look at Justin and say, man, over the course of his career, he's been able to survive some moments where he was hurt mm -hmm. and come back and get the win. And But there's been those ones, you know, where he hasn't. His last fight against, yeah. you know, Charles. It was, you know, he got hurt. He got hurt in the stand-up. And you, don't, you, know, you never know when that point comes where you just don't take mm -hmm. the shot as well as you used to. And I'm not saying that's there for Justin, but when you have a guy like him that does take a lot of shots, it does sneak up on you. Mm -hmm. This is a great matchup, though. I love this. And every fight that I've ever seen Justin Gaethje in, you know, I did his first fight when he came into – the Michael UFC Chandler. against uh, Michael, Michael Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> right, don't worry about Jesus, it. Jesus, Josh, get it right today. It's all good, man. But what a fight, you know. But it, even in that one, you know, he got hurt twice badly. Yes. You know, and at the end of it, I'm talking with him. I said, "Man, I said, dude, you did a great job of coming off from being hurt." He goes, "I was never hurt." <laughs> I said, "You need to go back and watch the film." Dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. You remember my remember remember my boy Rumble when he got hurt with? Uh, oh yeah. What was his name? Jeez, and he's like, I wasn't hurt. Oh, wasn't that bad? And he looked at the tape. He's like, "Oh shit, oh, maybe man. I was. <laughs> maybe I was." Yeah, that was that, oh, was, a, that was a screw up on my part. No, listening man. to people, nah. I, I knew. Don't, doesn't matter if he won or not. He he got he got rattled. But do you see that fight going the distance? I don't. I really don't, I don't either. I, I, I really think that you know someone's going to end up getting hurt, and the other guy's going to be able to finish him. I'm not saying who. I just think it's a it's a really it's a well-matched, you know, it's, and, and I hate, see, and I don't, I don't want to say that Justin doesn't have technique. He does. He just has a different style of technique than Fazeev. Fazeev's mm -hmm. is freaking beautiful. Mm -hmm. The stuff that that guy can do in the stand-up and the way he does it, you just look and you go, God damn, that's so well done. You know, and Justin is, you know, just a ball of fire and he's he's good. And you know, he's got a, he's yeah. got a couple things that he's you know, absolutely going to go to the well on. He's going to he loves the fucking the cross hook uppercut. He throws that all the time. And you know, I think Fazeev knows that, you know, that's going to be coming his way, but he'll connect somewhere along the way with it, you know, cuz he doesn't he does it well. So, they're just a different style of stand-up guys. Yes, Justin wrestled, Fazeev doesn't. He's not going to wrestle in this. No. He's not gonna wrestle. So, when was the last time you saw Justin wrestle? <laughs> well, I saw him try to wrestle against Habib. <laughs> That's about it. He doesn't wrestle. That's just not who he. I he's mean, to, he's to go out there there and he wants to either knock you out or he'll get knocked out. I ain't mad at it to be honest. No, I ain't mad no. at it because I mean these these are the fights we're gonna talk about later on in life. Like, man, this guy Justin Gaethje, fuck. Oh. He There's no just, way that Justin Gaethje is not going to go down as one of the most exciting guys to watch. Yeah. You know, when it yeah. came to fighting, every time. Because yeah. let's be honest, he doesn't have any bad fights. Win or lose, they're not bad. Give, give, give me a fight that you think might have been a bad. I, I, I don't, it, it was a good fight. It wasn't one of the, but was his Buscapi fight. Buscapi, when he fought him. Yeah. Because it was so off, it was so weird. Everyone was expecting him to walk through Buscape, and Buscape just was able to start taking over the fight. But then the cut happened, and and everything changed. But I mean, like yeah. he was on his way to losing that fight, which was, yeah. would have, which would have been insane. Because it was, was the cool. last, I think it was the last fight that, that you're the off of it by one. There, you got to go back up one a little more fight bit more. Down. One more, yeah, right there. Luis Firmino. Luis Firmino. Yep, that's, that's him. Buscape. Yeah. Whoo, man. 
Boom, boom, boom. Um, but great fight. Let's go to the next one. Man, Gunnar Nelson going to go up against Brian Barberena. This is one of those ones that it's going to be. Does Gunnar Nelson get the submission, or does Brian Barberena just freaking fight his way out of stuff and eventually just start pounding on Gunnar Nelson to the point where Gunnar Nelson is done? Right. Does Gunnar Nelson get him down, John? Yeah, I think he can. You know, it's it's. Barbarina is he's got he's got decent wrestling. It's not, you know, unbelievable. Uh submission wise, Gunnar Nelson is the is the better guy by far. Mm-hmm. In the stand up, they're close, but Barbarina has got that he's just a freaking dog. I love watching him. And you saw how you know the shots he took in the Robbie Lawler fight just walks through him. And yeah. there's no way that I see Gunnar Nelson hurting him in the stand-up. I just don't see it. Vicente yeah, Luque was a great you – know, one, one of my favorite fights was Barbarina against uh, Vicente Luque. Just unbelievable what went on in that fight. So either Barbarina is going to get a win by either knockout or TKO, something like that, or Gunnar Nelson gets a win by submission. Yeah, I'm I can see that. Maybe, will you? How's that? Just because it, yeah, there you go. There you We're go. just fuzzing it a little bit. There. I'm back. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I, I agree. I, I like the fact that my mic needs to get beat on. <laughs> you got to hit it. Very appropriate. Very appropriate. Oh, I don't even want to talk about where Thank that you. might lead us to. Oh, no. <laughs> His mic getting beat on. Oh, man. The shit that we talk about since joining OnlyFans. Oh, man. All right. Look. I agree with you. I think I think Gunnar Nelson's gonna need to get this fight to the ground, and if he can't get it to the ground within the first in the first couple minutes, I think I think as the fight goes on, we saw Barbarina get a little bit tired in his last fight. He'll start to slow down a little bit, give up some positions, but I think that Nelson's gonna have to get it down early to start slowing Barbarina down early before while he's still fresh. So I agree with you on that. Next fight, Jennifer Maya versus Casey O'Neill. This is a contrast in styles contrast you know where they're at in their careers jennifer maya has been fighting forever i mean it's just super long you know uh, career coming up on probably 15 years casey o'neill still young undefeated very good but you gotta be careful with jennifer because she is good she's got good jujitsu she's a black belt in uh, brazilian jujitsu she's got good stand-up she's good everywhere so Casey O'Neill really needs to uh, be careful of not opening things up to the point where she makes the mistake and allows Jennifer Maya to uh, get a position on her that all of a sudden things start going downhill for her. But Casey O'Neill, honestly, should be the favorite in this. Yeah, I agree. I think for me, the, the best fight on the card outside of Fazeev and Gaethje is going to probably be the next one. Marvin Vittori versus Roman Delizzi. Oh, that should be one. a fantastic damn good fight. I'm getting... I'm getting a wood over here just thinking about it. <laughs> That's why you hit the mic. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, man. It's uh, it, like Vittori can take a shot, deliver a shot. He's got good wrestling. He's a gamer. He's someone that's just a dog. But the least he's got the power. He's just he's just, just a, lot, a lot of man right there, buddy. A lot of good, man. Strong, good submissions. He's got good leg attacks. He does everything pretty well. His stand-up is not bad. I think Vittori's is much, is much cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, Vittori, is, uh, Vittori needs to keep it on the feet. 
Mm-hmm. He does not want to be on the ground long with uh, Dolidze. Dolidze is uh, from Georgia, I believe. Just like uh, Tapuria. Just like Tapuria is. <laughs> Go ahead and pull just that like one up there, Dave. Marab, just You're like Marab is. <laughs> gonna say delete. He's from. He's from. He's from. Uh, can you click on that, Dave? Are you part of the conversation here, Dave? Can you hear yeah. us, Bueller? Bueller, delete. Bueller? Say. Not Ferris? Barbarina. Gosh, Dave, come Boy, on. My, I couldn't move. My, my thing was stuck. Dude, yeah, we know that sure. you can't move. There you go, Georgia. His, his thing was. His Look thing at was that, stuck, Dave. See, you got it right this time with Dave's <laughs> information, even though you had it right last time. I did too. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's from actually, Spain. He's from Spain, right? No, what? they're saying that he was he's his parents yeah. are Georgian, so he's Georgian, but yeah, he but lives in Spain, that's like, I guess. I don't know. That's like me know. saying I'm Italian when I'm really from Scotland. But, but I'm not Italian. From Italy. But you're not wow. Italian. But you're I not Italian. Ninety percent Italian. Um, your grandmother's ninety percent parents. Yeah. You are not. Man, the one no, this explains a lot. I was comparing you to William Wallace. Now I understand why you're nowhere near William Wallace. <laughs> ah, <laughs> you're Italian. Awesome. You're Italian. Hey. <laughs> Jack Shore uh, versus. Yeah, the only I'm thing sure could have you been do. worse is <laughs> we got Jack Shore versus Americani. Man, I, this is one of those ones you like. Americani is good, man. He's got good wrestling. I think he's gonna have a hard time taking Jack Shore down, though. I think mm-hmm. Jack Shore's got uh, he's got a lot going for him right now. He's feeling good about himself. He's got confidence. He's tough mm-hmm. as hell. And the one thing that we've seen with Americani is he comes out strong, and when someone meets that many times, his confidence starts to wane a little bit, and you can mm-hmm. see a difference in his fighting ability. So, the thing with the thing with Jack Shore though is that he's he's from the UK, correct? Am I right? Yep. Yeah, I think it's Wales. And this is a big fight for him. This is a big oh, yeah. fight for him in the UK. And would you add that pressure to a young stud that's twenty eight years old? He's this is I think he'll be the opening fight on the main card. I think this is what he is. And that's going to be a freaking killer of a fight. I think there's six fights, six no. on the main card. Is no? there six in the main? I think there is six in the main. Hmm. I think he's I opening know. it. There's not usually. There's not. Yeah, usually. He, all right. Well, the main, there he, was, maybe there was the last, last week. prelim. He might. Yeah, there was last week. He might be the last prelim. Might be. Uh, Setting yep, it all I, up. I think. I think he's going to be the opening fight. That's what I think. Yeah. They're going to open it with someone from the UK, and then Marvin Vittori and Delizze will be the second fight, which is like the big the big boys. Yeah. And they'll slow the pace down with uh, the female fight, and then Gunnar Nelson and Barbarina will slow it down equally. <laughs> and then you're going to have fireworks for the next two fights. Any other fights uh, on here you want to talk? Nope, not really. Okay, Muhammad Mokaev. Uh-huh. That against Philho, that should be a fantastic matchup. Now, Philho's good jiu-jitsu, good stand-up. Mokaev has just been fantastic in the UFC so far. His wrestling is fantastic, so we'll see if his wrestling overcomes the, the jits Who game. Who was his last of... fight? Who was uh, Mokaev's last fight? Uh, Mokaev's last fight. Dave, your mouth stuck again, Dave? I'm trying to remember. He got... Can't remember. Uh, Malcolm, Malcolm Gordon, Charles yeah. Johnson were his last two fights. Mm-hmm. Cody Durden. That was his first fight in the UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Volkov versus Aspinall. All right, well, we're going to have to see. What uh, What else? Charles Johnson. Charles Johnson. Yeah, Charles Johnson. Good kickboxer. Good kickboxer. Yes, yep. good kickboxer. Super athletic. 
Bro, there's so many names that go through our heads. Come on, man. Cut me some <laughs> slack, you guys. Well, it's funny because the guy that you know he beat last, Malcolm Gordon, is fighting Jake Hadley, who is brand new in the in flyways. I think he's he uh, two fights, I think, in the UFC now. Maybe one. But he's a gamer. That's actually a good fight, too. The flyweights are really coming along in the fact that there, there's are. quite a few of them, and it's getting better and better as far as watching you know, these guys coming up. And they, there's, there is some real talent in there. Is it getting better, or are we just lowering our standards since Mighty Mouse left? No, no, the talent is I'm getting just better asking, overall. I'm not trying to knock the the, the flyweights. <laughs> I'm just asking: has it as it get is it getting better or since Henry and Mighty Mouse left? Have we just lowered our standards? No, I think it's getting because they were so damn good, John. No, like they looked, true. it was like watching poetry and mo- just the flow. Like when someone has great cursive and they can just <laughs> write like that, it was like watching yeah. those two guys write a full on just. Poet, it was just awesome in cursive, beautifully done. I don't know. Yeah. I'm excited for some of the younger guys that are coming up in that 125 pound division because they are putting on some good fights, put on some fun fights. Like yeah. that kid that just fought, um, shit in the last show that I was talking about had the nice knockout of Nam. Oh, I forgot his name. Something oh, so Bruno Silva. So. Bruno Silva. Damn, he was good. He was small, but he was mighty and fierce. <laughs> that, <laughs> He's mighty that, and that, fierce. That snap kick up the middle and the way he jumped on him, boom, boom, boom. I was like, wow, really impressive. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, that's going to wrap up our UFC talk. But before we move on, make sure you guys go to OnlyFans.com slash weighing in. Subscribe to us for free. We're going to be doing a live show on YouTube Thursday night at 6.30 Pacific Standard Time. Make sure you guys tune in to us. Uh, and then only we will only be taking questions from our OnlyFans page to answer live on our YouTube live. So check us out there at OnlyFans.com slash Wayne in. Sub- submit your questions there, and we will answer them on our YouTube live session. All right. What else you got? All right. I want to get All you right. guys' thoughts on. Of course you do. Situation. Dave, Dave, Dave is the stir of the pot kind of guy. Here he goes. Yeah, Here he goes. Well, Dave, what, just, Dave, what do you got for us, buddy? Go ahead. Tell us. a little payback after, uh, after a little uh, thing. <laughs> payback? <laughs> what, hold on. What, what are you well, talking about payback? We didn't, Why do you have a payback? After, so no the, payback. the clip that I have is Ariel Hawani talking about Bellator now having champs. You could match up against the UFC champs. And the reason I said payback is because... He took a little dig about uh, how people present their content on YouTube. Uh, and, uh, first off, it's think. good that Ariel is smart enough to be able yeah. to understand that, you know what? This is a good topic to talk about. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's hear it. Yeah, Can we hear it? Let's hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me just turn my volume up here. Let's go. All right, here we go. What have you been just doing for the that? conversation, could could you bring this up and not be laughed at? Vadim Nemkov versus 100%. Jamal Hill or yeah. Yuri? Yes. I know they fought back in the day, but long time ago. Um, Johnny Eblen versus Alex Pereira? Yep. Yaroslav Amasov versus Leon Edwards as of right yeah. this moment? Uh, Usman Magomedov versus Islam? Fuck, what a fight. Uh, Wouldn't happen, but yeah. Yes. Um, uh, Patricia Pippo versus Alex? Absolutely. And then, you know, the 135 situation, if you want to talk about Sergio because he's a cast, like those, what is it, five guys? That's a pretty damn good lineup that they need to be proud of. Now, the issue is there's no star there, right? Like there's no box office draw. But I feel Mm. like for the first time in their history and for the first time ever, at least in the last decade plus since Pride went away, there's a promotion that can actually say, let's like our champions can hang with your champions. And that's a big deal. 
to me because it all starts with your champions. And obviously you got to do like, is there a huge demand for Jason Jackson versus Yaroslav Mamasov? Eh, maybe not. It falls off. It falls off. After the champions. But the champions are special. Can we give them props on that? 100%. I agree with can I say something before we get into this? I think I agree with Ariel that, yeah, finally there's a conversation to be had. But I think he also needs to give a little, a lot of credit to Scott Coker because in that same process, do you remember that promotion called Strike Force? Where those guys, we were having that same conversation at the moment the UFC bought them. We were having that conversation. Oh, Luke Rockhold versus Anderson or so-and-so versus so-and-so. Like, there was that conversation well, it was. to it, be There had. was Gil- Gilbert versus Benson at the time. Y- yeah. Because Gilbert had just won the third fight with you. And <sighs> I'm not, okay, <laughs> I'm being honest. Wasn't a great decision, but he won it. So, and that fight actually was, as soon as that, that, uh, that sale went through. That was his first fight as against Benson. Yeah. So it was nice that you were, you were able to see it, you know, and all of them, you can take a look at, you know, Daniel Cormier was the grand, grand prix winner of the, of the heavyweights. You know, he was there. There was so many that we, he wasn't we looked Kane, at. though. He was no, no, Kane. I don't think he was beaten. I love DC to death. I love him. But um, you take but, a look at everything that was there and you go, yeah, the, there was a lot of crossover where you could have said, could this champion hang with this champ? Absolutely. And it was proved just in the Gilbert versus Benson fight. That went to a split decision. And many people thought yep. Gilbert won it. Yep. But, well, I mean, you even had, look at T. T Wood and then Lawler. Both came from Strike Force. They both ended up being champions. I think that you're having this same conversation with the same damn promoter that ran that one is now doing the same thing here. And Rome wasn't built overnight. Everyone's like, oh, Scott yeah, Cooker's fucking this up early in the early when it was like, he's doing this, he's doing that. No, no, what he was doing was getting eyeballs on it. You know, with the Kimbo thing and the data and the then the hoist and the Ken and you know, you've got now he's got these guys that work for him now too. Like you see I see Hoist at a lot of events still helping to promote. And then I see other fighters that are still around helping to promote. Like Benson, I think, will be somebody that I think you'll see at events promoting Bellator. And it's not just because his wife is there. It's because there's been a relationship that's been built. And Scott Coker really likes Benson Henderson. He's a great person and a role model for kids and the youth to look up to. I look at what Scott Coker has built with Strikeforce, and now it's taken some time, but he's done it again. And now he's got champions that the conversation could be had. Now, I did want to give a little jab, though, at this because... Oh, no jabs. No jabs. No jabs. I'm not being disrespectful. Okay. The conversation, though, and this is when I know that they really don't know what they're looking at. The Jason Jackson fight with Yaroslav Amosov is a damn good fight because that fight is more of a threat than the Logan Storley fight. Yeah, Absolutely. But I think what they're saying is that many people are are not going to get excited about that fight when you could look at... This is true. you know how people are getting excited, and, and look at—you've got to go, and you got to be true to the fact that you have someone like Jason Jackson that's done everything he's supposed to do. He's won all these fights, and he's next in line. You got to give him that shot. Jason Jackson deserves that shot. You I know. Go ahead. I think the fight that would have given him the clout to do that, and we ran back the Lima and MVP fight instead, was the Jason Jackson and MVP fight. That's the fight that I've always regretted that Bellator never did because both of them are stand-up fighters, and Jason can wrestle a little bit, and then MVP is obviously someone who's a pain in the ass to hold down, and 
get down. And so that fight would have been fire. And that would have given Jason, had he won, the power for the media or people to go, wow, okay. Get behind him a little bit more. Yeah. I'll get behind him more to see this fight. That yeah. That's where I think we lacked in that one direction. But look, you've got to capitalize on certain fights. The Lima and MVP fight was something they had to capitalize on in the UK because there was a big draw for it. They had to do it. It made them a lot of money. It was a big time deal for them. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I mean, well, look, I, I know. Go ahead. What you what you really got? I give Ariel credit because he's he's bringing this up because look, it's true. When you look at can those fighters can you match them across and say, hey, there's a serious question on who's going to win that matchup. Yeah, in uh, right across the board in all the weight classes he's talking about. Now the one thing that I will say that's I, I I apologize that I don't know who the two people he's talking to are. You know, people from uh, MMA fighting or whatever, but. You know, the, the one thing that is funny is I think it was about two months, three months ago when uh, Ariel said something about, you know, PFL is now, I think they're number two. Really? The, fancy advertisements and things like that don't make a promotion. Yeah. Fighters make the promotion. Signing Jake Paul does not make you the number two. No. That's what that whole thing was surrounded around. Okay. That uh, and, when, and, when you're, and you know, and you know, looking, he has a relationship with Jake Paul. That's why that was said. Okay, well, that makes sense. And he's got, he's, he's got him. Well, he's got to keep his relationship, and that's all. That's all fine. But I love the fact that he's honest enough to look and say, "Hey, let's take a look at this." You know, can you say this? And and it's a serious comment. Yeah, it is. And you're gonna get all all the UFC. You know, people that all they watch is the UFC. Okay, it's okay that you know. Oh, it's bullshit. Okay. But the only thing I know is people in the know, the people that are there, the people that are doing the training, the people that see both, they all know. They all know. And the fighters know too. Yeah, like I think I think I think we get you and I get lost in the shuffle because we work for Bellator. People think that we're continuously okay. being biased. And I'm and I'm not I'm, being biased. And there, I have no reason to I, be biased. And I I am 100% biased towards my friends, and I'm very open yes. about that. Yes, okay? you are, and, and I love you for that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit up here and lie to you guys and tell you I'm not. If my boys that I've trained with or that I know are on that card, I'm gonna fucking say they're gonna win. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you guys can say whatever you guys want. I don't care. Okay, like I said, I'm not media. I, John and I are here just two buddies talking shop about fights, something we've lived for twenty something years. Him almost fifty years, but me twenty something years. Okay, but when it comes down to it. Like I said, Ariel did the whole thing, you know, a couple months back about, you know, they were number two. He wanted to keep his relationship with Jake Paul, whatever it was. He said they were well, that's number a good two. point. Now, I didn't even think of the whole thing with the relationship with yeah. Jake. So eh, it makes sense, which I do. I understand that. But I also yeah. want to give PFL some credit. There's some fighters on there that I wish that we could get to the belt. Oh, yeah. I yeah, like man. I like Ray Brother Cooper, man. I love him. Yeah, Bra uh, loved Brandon Lochnane. I love Lockney. that guy too. Brandon Lochnane. I love that kid. Ever since I ever since I watched Brandon Lochnane, first time I ever saw him fight was in Russia. I was in Russia with him, and he broke his arm in the fight, and he still won that fight. And it was a barn burner fight. And I said, "Dude, I will watch you fight anytime. You are fucking fun." And he's just he's I got a great it. personality, man. He's got he's got talent. So, I love that kid. I wish we oh, could steal good. him from them. I wish. And oh, then, yeah. uh, obviously, I would love to have Kayla. I'd like to have that fight because oh, yeah. I know you've got, you know, we've got Arlene. We've got uh, Katzengano. We've got Cyborg. I would love to see that her fight those those fighters. 
There's a couple other ha- fighters that they have. The Russian guy that won the year before against uh, Chris Wade, I believe, is who he fought in the finals. Uh, but it oh was, yeah, I can't remember him. But he does. He wins one. He takes us. He takes one year off. Yeah. Then he wins one. He takes one year off. It's like I can't M-O- remember his name. Is like yeah, I can't. The multi I don't. I can't remember his name. But I think he's managed by Ali. I believe he's managed by Ali. But the kid is. He's, he's good, savagely good. Yeah, he's so he's, good. He's damn good. But I'd love to. And then who's their other guy that beat uh, Ray Butter Cooper, and then also lost to Ray oh. Butter Cooper? Uh, Uncle, not Uncle Live. Um, no, Magomed Karamov. Magomed Karamov. I'd love to have that kid he's too. Good. He's fuck fantastic. That's yeah, another he's guy. A good and so you know, and there's other guys. I'm sure them this slip in my mind. But I mean, like, there's they've got some great talent. They've got some really great talent that I'd like to have. I don't want to. I don't want to brush over them like they're they're not. They're not competitive. They're extremely competitive. But when I look at the champions, though, I would pa- I've, I've said this before. I'll match Bellator's champions against any other promotion's champions at any time. And the only thing that separates us from any other promotion is that we have a promoter that's willing to do it. That's it. Yeah. We have one promoter that says, look, my job is to put on the best fights. It's the fighters' jobs to win. That's it. And that's if it. my guys lose, then my guys lose. He's like... Well, I, it's I can't. Not, I can't dict. I'm going to say this. That part. I'm going to say this, and this is okay. Now, I'm being biased because I believe in Scott Coker. Always have. I've had a long relationship with him, and one of the things that I love about him is that you know it's almost like the MVP thing with the bare knuckle. He, you know, he says, and I go, "Why are you? A, why did yeah. you allow him to do that, John? If you saw the amount of money they're going to pay him, I couldn't say no. That's life changing yeah. money, and it's like." All right, I understand. Good for you. You know, because he doesn't have to, but he does. He does it anyways because it's what's best for the fighter. Well, like he said, he's like, that's not, that's not, that's not MMA. He's like, and no, that's not exactly not. who MVP is. He's like, MVP boxes for fun. He's like, and he does it every <laughs> single day in the gym. He's like, and you're and taking away some kick- of his greatest skill sets. Yeah, and he fights MMA for us. It's like he's like they're different sports, and to think yeah. that bare knuckles the same as MMA or the same as boxing is just ridiculous. Because if you think that way, then Paulie Malignaggi should never have lost to uh, Ar- the Art Lobov. Shouldn't should have never have lost to him. But nope. they're not the same sport. Nope, they're not. And so, anyways, true, true I, I like that that Arrow came out had that to say, and um, you know. Yeah, thank you, man. And I'm glad. I'm glad that he uh, is given some love to. Uh, I said, I said, like, hey, well, it's kind of weird that you know, not weird. I said it's kind of nice to see that the the media is covering other promotions, and they're they're talking about it because there there's there's something to be said there, and uh, other promotions have some fantastic fighters as well. Like one's got some fucking oh, they got some, some savages, man. Especially, Especially in the, the lighter weight class. Yeah, yeah, in the lighter weight classes though, too, just savages. I'd love to have a couple of those guys. Yeah. I still have uh, a guy right, I really like to have. Some guy named DJ. Just two letters. That's it. I would love to. Say, I would like to do a cross promotion for one fight. Him and uh, Horiguchi. Oh yeah, again. I'd like to see that fight. Yeah, I'd like to see that fight uh, now. Like, where they're at right now. I'd like to see that fight right now. I'd love to see a cross promotion. The other thing, I, I think we skip over the fact that there should be, if they, were, if we could really, outside of doing cross promotion. Let's let's put that to the side. Look at you thinking. I've been thinking about this. I want to see more trades. I want to see the trade business get into the sport. Uh, But see the trade. That's really you can't you can't trade people. Yes, I can. Well, no, I mean you (laughs) could, but when you say trade, 
it's like if you have a contract in the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, it, it's in there where you either have the ability to have a say if they're going to trade you because it's a possibility, or you don't have any say, yeah, and they can just trade you. Say. What's that? Yeah, fighters, fighters don't have that say. Yes, they would. Because no, they signed a contract. Con- Stop! They signed contract. a contract, but they signed a contract with one fight promotion, either the UFC, Bellator, mm-hmm. PFL, one, whatever it is. They signed it with that fight promotion. That was one of the problems that the, the UFC ran into when they got Pride. It was one of the ones that they were worried about and what they looked at in buying Strike Force. Mm. Now, when no, you no. don't have your promotion anymore it's kind of okay i'll go but when you do you have a kind of a say no no john yes no all those fighters when the promotion got bought no that's why they kept strike force for a couple more shows i know they did because no but that they had to renegotiate my contract that's right they they had to yes still like but then they could have let us go though too exactly they did let go of a lot of people Song. But they still, they still, they didn't have to come over. They just didn't have to fight them then for the next two or three years because they still own their contract. That was the point. Like we yeah, own but, Strike Force, but we understand. own your contract exactly. They own the other promotion now, so you yeah. don't have a choice. You're either going to go with them or you're done. Okay. When yes. if you were talking trade, mm-hmm. there are, there are both promotions there. The promotion doesn't just have the ability to say, "All right, okay. we've traded, we've traded you over to someone," and without I, a difference in contractual writing, no, you, you're going to have to agree to it. I do. Okay, I agree with you. You are right. Okay, okay in that aspect. But now, right. as if I was the UFC and I wanted to trade somebody for another fighter, and you said no, then that's fine. You can sit on the sideline for eight months, a year. Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't and just say do, you. And just do the, and that's I, that's what they would do. I'm not saying they wouldn't. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying. Yeah, you do have some say of, you know, do you want to mm-hmm. go? But it w- I would love to see, like you're saying, some of these trades. It would be great if you could trade guys because you could actually really spark an entire division off of one guy. Absolutely. Really Michael could. Chandler re- reignited the 155-pound division when he went. Absolutely. He absolutely it was, gr- it was great it. for the UFC. Yeah. They needed him but to that like wasn't a send trade. a yeah, – they, they needed him. It, was, it wasn't a trade, but I'm Free saying it agency. was good. It helped us, though. Because the amount yeah. of money we were we were willing to pay him, we were willing to all spend went a lot to of those that guys that are now fighting that really well. Though. Yeah, that was no, it was a free agency. It wasn't a that's trade. What, that's what we said, Dave. I'm <laughs> sure that you know. That. No, that's what we said, Dave. I'm glad you're paying attention. Our producers listening right along. <laughs> but would you that's rather why, have? That's why. Tr- Good. Would you rather have trades or would you rather have MMA Olympics? Trades. Oh, I'd rather I'd rather have trades. The Olympic stuff is. Um, yeah, look, I like the I, Olympic let, idea. Let, let's let's be honest about the Olympics anymore. It's yeah, not the same. It's not no. the same. It's all political. It's yeah. all politicized. It's all you. political. It's all a bunch of just trash now. I feel bad for the athletes because they're just getting so ran through. It's garbage now. Um, I have a hard time just watch. I, I don't even watch them anymore. I'll watch like maybe one or two events if I catch it on TV. Otherwise, I don't give a fuck about the Olympics. Mm-hmm. It sucks because I really like swimming. I like running, watching the sprints. Love I love. Wa- I used to love the Olympics. I grew up on the Olympics. Carl yeah. Lewis, hundred oh. meters, all the like. I just grew up on this stuff. 
can't even fucking turn it on now. It just dist- distracts, it destroys me. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. And it's not no fault of the athletes. That's the worst part about no, it. All. No, it's um, politics. Uh, but yeah, I, I would rather have the trades because you could really, you could, like John said, you could really ignite a division in a in one promotion that could really just take off and make for so many great fights. And I, I think Chandler is a classic example of that for the 155 pound division over there. And I can't see there was as much of a big deal when DJ went to one. But when Ben came over, there was a little bit of that excitement also in the 175 pound, 170 pound division. Yeah. yeah, there was some excitement there. And then when he dropped those fights, it was like, okay, we kind of lost it. But it, there, was, there was some fun there. There was some fun there for a split second, especially the way that Ben talks shit. I love it. <laughs> He, he definitely the guy. He definitely got it. under people's skin, man. Oh, that was yeah. great. He's awesome. I mean, people people were trying to fight him in the hallways at weigh-ins and this in the <laughs> hotels. And I'm like, damn, dude, you guys are out of control. Uh, all right, next <clears throat> next story here. Um, oh snap! There is oh. a hint the Logan Paul a tease, whatever a hint a tease, uh, um, something that Logan Paul could be boxing Darren Till. Darren Till's released from the UFC recently. Um, Logan Paul says in his podcast that he's returning to boxing. Dylan Danis says uh, he turned down the fight against him for a fight with Darren Till, made fun of Darren Till's losing streak, and then uh, Darren Till posted like a tweet with like money bags. First off, Logan Paul is more of a fighter than Dylan Danis because he's got more fights. Let's just be honest. <laughs> so I, I don't even I don't even want to talk about Dylan Danis. Don't no. fucking bring his name up on this Goodbye. show. It's disrespectful. Look, Darren it's Till disrespectful. When you say Darren Till got released by the UFC, yeah, but he asked for it. He wanted to be released. It was a good I think it's a good thing for him. He needs to get himself healed up. Part of his problem is he's got, you know, knee problems and, and he needs to get those things dealt with. But in the stand up, you know, fight against Logan Paul. They better not allow kicking. They allow kicking. He's going <laughs> to kick Logan Paul's head off. But it's the main. I mean, I think it's a great thing for Darren. You know, nope. Do it. You know, my, if, it's a, if it's a boxing match, do it. My question is, did he ask for his release because this was in the talks? Maybe. The new, the new deal with Prime Maybe. and the UFC. You know, Dana was like, look, you're not really doing, you're not, you're not dedicated yeah. to what's going on in MMA right yeah. now. I don't think he Over hit there. it. I don't think he hit it, and then uh, I don't think so. You know, did something? I think he he said, "Look, this is a possibility," and yeah, they said, "You know what? Go, you yeah. come back." And I think I think I wouldn't be surprised if Logan approached him with it after they signed the prime deal. Probably not. Like, hey, who do you have at 185 pounds that you think that would be a fun fight for me that we could try to match that has a decent name? You know, 85 or maybe even 205 because Logan's about 220. Logan said Logan's bigger than 85. Yeah, he's bigger than eighty five, but I think, he, but so, but so is uh, Till. When he's just walk around weight, it's probably about two oh five. This is a guy who used to fight one seventy. This is true. This is true. He's not anymore. Yeah, no, he's not anymore. <laughs> he but one eighty five, one eighty five is. I he. I don't think he should go any heavier. Would you watch this fight? Yeah. Would you pay would. for it? No. <laughs> no. 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 No, I'm not. He said no, 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 no. All right. Uh, what else you got for us, Dave? 
Bro, are you having All problems right, with your internet? Again. Are you having problems with your internet over no, there? No, that that page is just not. There's a this page and one oh, other page snap. is just not loading for some reason. I don't. Pe- I don't know if people can see it, but we get to see. Oh snap! <laughs> oh yes, yeah, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Yair Rodriguez is a possibility and targeted for UFC 290. Jeez, uh, that's a fight that I'm, well, I think it needs to happen. It's awesome. Uh, you know, Yair got the uh, interim belt. Obviously, Volkanovski is the champion, and uh, I mean, I think it's a great matchup style-wise. I really think that if there's a guy that can, you know, possibly create some problems, yeah, here's that guy. You know, obviously, Volkanovski is going to be the favorite going in. Volk's a fucking monster. I love everything he does, but this is a great matchup. This is a fight that is, you know, will I pay money for? Yes, I would pay money to watch this fight. It's kind of kind of hard not to say you wouldn't pay money for it because um, Volk is who Volk is. I mean, having exactly. such a great performance against Islam, and for him to come back down after great taking a loss, against everybody, everyone. But I mean, going up and waiting, having a great performance against Islam mm-hmm. says a lot because the current the the past champion, uh, former champion, and Charles didn't last that long, you know. And he's he's beat the who's who in that division, and then for. Yep. The smaller fighter at one four. I should, I should stop saying smaller. He weighed in he's at one seventy. Smaller. Something. He was one fifty. He's not that much smaller. So, um, but he's he's still he still was if it was still a phenomenal fight. He did a lot of things that a lot of people weren't able to do. Yep. And Yair is going to have his hands full. But I look at I look at the speed of Yair, the trickiness of him. Yeah. Um, the ability to stop takedowns these days and his calf kick. I mean, that will change how this fight goes. You know, uh, Volk has a little bit of a wide stance. He's fast as hell as well. But it's going it, to, I think as this fight, in that first two rounds, Yair is either going to be working the calf and setting up the head kicks and the up the middle front kicks to the face. It's going to be quick and fast and just posing threats that, that Volk hasn't seen before. And so, and you know, John, that we've seen other fighters that have they've had to deal with speed. It doesn't always end well. That speed mm-hmm. kills. The reason why that saying sticks around is because it's, it's true. Real. Yeah, like speed kills, man. Like and in a smaller weight class, is trying to fight guys that are faster than you. That that blinking, that flinching, that hesitation. Do I go? Do I not go? I mean, like it's it's horrible. And then when your head's getting snapped back like a fucking Pez dispenser, you're like, huh, 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 huh. you know, like it's that. <laughs> It's it just it's it's horrible. And I'm not saying that's gonna happen to Volk, but Yair has the ability to do that. And Volkanovsky yep. got the ability to put him on his back and beat the shit out of him. And so <laughs> that's it. it makes for when you have that those two things, shit. That makes for a great fight. I can't yeah. wait. I can't, can't wait. wait. I'm excited. That'd Next. Be, uh, is that is that is two ninety oh. yeah, is two ninety is the uh international fight week, so that would be so would that be the headliner of that show? Of, uh, that show, you think, or you think they'll put one more Six, in there? Seven, eight, eight, nine. That should nine, be in July. Yeah, it would be an international fight week. Yeah. Okay. Nice July. Nice. Yeah. I think there was talk of there was talk of something recently. It may have been is it, Jones. Is it John it, Jones and Stipe? That's what I was hearing. Yeah, I was. Um, okay. The John Jones and Stipe. That would make sense. Yeah. I think Stipe said something like July. Okay. I think Stipe. So then this would, so that this means would be that the means co-main. Stipe's been training. That means Stipe's been training. Now let me see. Remember, International Fight Week used to be three fights. Is it now just yeah, one? No, no. Yeah, that's gone. 
It used to be like Thursday or Friday night. I know Saturday it was night, awesome because I got paid Shit. for every one. I was there for oh, those three days. It was boom, boom, boom. So nice. Dude, it was freaking the best. Dana did say that it was uh, this week, this year, they're bringing back International Fight Week like in full swing. Good, because that was when the fighters got paid. Fucking, we used to sign so many autographs and do appearances at different. Because uh, remember, Venom was saying something about like, we don't care if there's other sponsors there. They may care if there's other clothing sponsors. Was this a what? That, yeah, but if there's like supplement companies and other, yeah, like okay. I don't think they'll give a shit. Uh, where Reebok cared about everything. Yeah, that Reebok deal was the shittiest deal fucking they did to mankind. So it's horrible. Um, next, what else you got for us? All right, here is a more lighthearted one. <laughs> um, power slap and power slap moves to Rumble. Dana White pumps it on Rumble. However, TBS has ended its deal with them. Oh, who said the TBS was pulling out? Hmm. I love well, the pull-out method. <laughs> <laughs> I love the pull-out method. Um, <laughs> look, this is the only time we're going to talk about this shit on here is that when it starts to fail, and I'm actually super excited that it's almost over. All right, so, so here's, the, here's the question. it disappears. Here's yeah. the question for you. No, I, so, don't, I don't subscribe to Rumble. Come on. You got to listen to my question because right. I'm, I'm actually going to you with your opinion on something because Alrighty. Dana came out, you know, saying, oh my God, it's, you know, it's killing it. Obviously it's not. Okay. But you can say that it's killing it. Okay. Whatever. It's going to rumble. And he's talking about doing the whole season on in Abu Dhabi, getting it basically across the waters and doing it in another place. So. If you're the Nevada State Athletic Commission, is this your time to say, you know what, we're going to drop that? Or do you keep you, it on your books? Well, you do know, though, that like Dana has a little bit of pull with that athletic commission. So yeah. I think they're going to do whatever Dana asks them to do. Keep it on the books <laughs> so I can see what happens. If yeah. I can reignite this thing over in Abu Dhabi or Dubai or wherever it is I got to go to get it done. Mm-hmm. Then I'll do it over there. Uh, my question is, are you going to use people from that area to the slap fighting? Because I don't think they're stupid enough to do it over there. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think they are either. <laughs> I mean, they're pulling these guys off fucking bar stools and just, you know, a couple shots deep and some cocaine. Obviously, someone's already been popped for it. So they're just Hello. doing that. And, well, well, if, you get a little, if you get a little coked up, you know what? You can you know, slap a little it. harder, maybe take a little better slap. I don't know, man. I, I don't either. I probably want to be high so I could relax a little bit more and take the shot. Do you think it wasn't doing well, or do you think TBS just like didn't like the flack that came with it? I don't I think it's I both. don't think it was doing well. I think well, first yeah. off, the the ratings continuously went in a downward fashion as far as yeah. people watching. The first one, the second one was I think the one that created you know had more, and then every one after that dropped. And so if they're all dropping after that, and it's and the 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 thing that you're looking at also is the fact that look at they're they're coming off of a show that was doing over a million views and then they're dropping mm-hmm. down into the 200s you can't have that kind of drop off yeah. that's that's the the network's looking at that going we can't have that we have a million people watching us right now and this comes on and they you know how many of them drop off it's like you can't have a thousand yeah, if you get yeah. below 300, they start doing like, shit, what are we doing? I mean, 
without taking a big jab at Dana, this this was a little bit of a hey. He decided to do something. I give him credit for trying to give you he know tried. trying to do another sport on top of it. But I'm gonna go back to that the beginning of the UFC. A lot of this was Lorenzo and Frank. Oh yeah, and it just the building. A lot of it. All the the. All yeah, you understand what I'm saying. You said you're not taking a jab. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not taking a jab. I'm. I just. It just. You know. And then I want to know how his howler is in his howler head. His the whiskey or whatever yeah, it is. Whiskey's his. I believe that's his. Also, I wonder how yeah. that's doing. You know, when you got this kind of money, you can do. You can get away with certain things. You know, in terms of like taking risk. You know. Um. But slap was slap. This so, power slap thing. Was but just, again, this is uh, this is the problem. And and I have I have no problem if Dana wants to go do that. Absolutely. No problem at all. Leave the UFC and go do it. Because your name is associated with the sport of, of MMA. And when you're talking about that crap, people are looking at MMA. Separate it. You know, go one way or the other. I, go, go do it. You know, and, and good luck to you. But yeah. it brought that bullshit, that pathetic slap, into the world of MMA. Look, we fought too hard and too long to get MMA where it's at. And don't don't all of a sudden, because you can make some money, bring that crap with it. Separate it. And there wasn't. He didn't separate it. He used the UFC to promote it. Well, it's now you know the, how WWE still... fans feel. I mean, you, we worked so hard for so long to get the WWE as big as it was, and then you guys came along with your MMA stuff and... You know. Piggyback, piggybacked off WWE. Are, are you are you saying are you saying that we came along and used your WWE crap? Yeah, you you made it you made it vulgar. I mean, we were doing open hand light punches, and you guys came along with real punches and just made. Oh, us look excuse bad. me. Did you, you, you hear that word us, you said? Made us look. Made you hear that bad. word you said? That word real. That was the difference. <laughs> oh man, this is great. I love these two. <laughs> these two are hilarious. Uh, Dave, what else you got for us? <clears throat> shoes in the other foot all right um last one we'll finish up on here no uh, we got again. one more we got one more i can okay see i do right i do have to say one. this now that since, since i just did that with with dave i gotta i gotta look at the camera and say paul lazenby and everybody that i know is professional wrestlers you guys are freaking awesome you are unbelievable and yes they're predetermined but nothing is fake because you guys take some mm. serious falls shots and everything and it all hurts there we My go. guy, Bobby Lashley, Jake Hager. Bobby Lashley, tough gotta dude. Got to give you guys some credit, man. What about Jake? Jake who? Jake Hager. <laughs> I love Jake. He's, he's, got a, he's got a very nice hat he's been wearing lately. He's, got a real, he's a real fighter. Like he's fought. Him and Bobby both yeah. have really, really fought. Absolutely. That, that they put it, they, they both put it on the line. Got a lot of love for Brock, too. I got some love for so Brock. So did Brock. Brock's, hey. he's what about stud. Ronda and Shayna Baszler? Well, they kind of uh, went the both, other they're way. They're both phenomenal. They went from they're MMA both. to the professional wrestling, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit different. It's look if you're a professional wrestler, and and I'll even say this about you know CM Punk, you're yeah. a professional wrestler and you have that type of notoriety, mm-hmm. and then you step into an MMA cage. Yep, man, I'll tell you what. You know what? You may not be smart, but you got balls because <laughs> you know what the difference is and what you're stepping into. There, there's a video going around. Okay, now 
This is separate from what John, he's about to talk. Uh, Dave's about to show us. Floyd Mayweather and KSI to possibly face Manny Pacquiao and Salt, Salt Poppy in a tag team boxing match. But there's a video going around. I think it's on... Who's Salt uh, Poppy? I don't even know who the fuck. Hey. The, the chubby guy in the bottom right corner. Yeah, I know. But there's a video, Dave, of Chael saying that Floyd's still fighting because he's broke or he owes money to the tax man. Is this true? Or is just Chael being saying Chael stuff? <laughs> I, I, I want to know, man, because corner. if you think about you burn through that fucking amount of money, like... Yeah. Have wow. you, have, hold it. Have you seen the way that he uh, rolls? Have you been around yeah, him? That's true. I have. That's true, man. And I'll tell you yeah. what, it ain't cheap to be like that. You're burning through money. Right? Damn. I, I hope it's not John. true because, man, you don't want to see that. No, I don't want to see that. He says Floyd's broke. I think he was on, uh, what's the comedian? Brian Schultz. Was it Brian Schultz? Oh, uh, Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz Andrew fucking love I, I I sorry I fucked up his name, but fuck he's he's got to be the funniest son of a bitch on the fucking market right now, Andrew <laughs> Schultz. His shit is hilarious and the way he works off the crowd, hands down I'd love it. I love when when comedians can just can really just roast somebody in the crowd, just or go. also not even roast them but go have fun with them and talk. Oh man, it's so great. He had this bit about Mexicans and. Coming on their stomachs and oh, fucking wow. belly buttons, and it was awesome. <laughs> what is this? It says Floyd Mayweather never got a hundred million for a fight. Former Oregon State Athletic Commission official comes clean on boxing legends' wages. What? what? Maybe I'm just trying in, to maybe find maybe Chilson. maybe not in. I think he was on Andrew Schultz's on the, uh, on the flagrant podcast. Chael Sonnen made bold claims regarding Floyd Mayweather's income in the fight business. According to Sonnen, Mayweather never made a hundred million from a fight. Although there are reports available online, Sonnen believes Mayweather never got remotely close to a hundred million from uh, a fight in boxing. Uh, uh, Chael is just like being Chael, and Chael has well, no freaking clue. Well, let's remember yeah. that 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 fight. I can't remember what fight it was. Remember the checks that people were pushing around. He had. He had the two checks, one for like forty-seven million, one for forty-one million. Uh, and they were both made out to Floyd from the, I believe, Nevada State Athletic Commission or whatever it was that it was written by. But yeah, both of those. That one was, I don't know, from the one was for the promotion, and then one was for, I don't know, pay per views or something. I don't know. But they had two separate checks, and that's that's pretty damn close to a hundred million, if you ask me. I mean, I'm not good I'll, at math. I'll tell you what, fuck. Here, just. <laughs> Figure out how. Do me a favor, Dave. Look up, look up Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao the pay per views, and look up his uh, against Conor McGregor the pay per views. Here's the other thing, John. I want to know how could they say this if you also look at the person who's made the most and they use it in the Forbes magazine for highest paid players, highest mm -hmm. paid. They've got Ronaldo, Messi, and Floyd's at the top. Mm -hmm. Floyd's above Ronaldo, Messi. He's been, you know, for for a couple of those years, he was ahead of all of them. He was below them also in some of the years too. We didn't have big time money fights, but he was he was ahead. Four point six for Manny, four point three for Connor. Okay, so that's you figure. Made. Oh, views, views. No, that's that was pay per view buys. buys. Yeah, pay per view buys. Yeah. Okay. 4.6 and 4.3 and though each one of those was $100. Okay? Figure that figure that money out. Okay? Jesus. Yeah. Now, 
a boxer gets basically 80%. The boxers themselves will get 80% of that. That's the big difference between boxing and, and MMA, and that's why you're talking about all this. Do you think that he got $100 million? Yeah, he got $100 million for that, for, for one or both of those. For, Ch- for Chael to say, no, he didn't, bullshit. Chael's not sitting there saying anything off of knowing. You got to look at the, the number, 4.6 million buys at $100. I mean, 80%, you're getting $80 per buy. Let's just say $80 per buy. Well, no, we'll say that your buys get 50. split in half, we'll say. Okay. I don't, I don't think they are, but we'll say that yeah. split at 50-50. Okay. Still. John, I, would, I don't understand why these guys are, why would you still be fighting? But I guess he can do it at such a level, like, and he's fighting these cans. He's fighting nobody. Fucking YouTubers and shit. He's fighting YouTubers. Yeah. What's going to happen when he gets knocked out by one? You I know, mean, eventually as he gets older, yeah, he, his know. skill set is such that he doesn't get hit very well, you know, much. You're right. You're right. But he, I've dead, I have noticed in the last, in the last couple ones, he's not so much getting hit, but he is slowing down. Oh, he's slowing down. No doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, but what is he? He's 50, but the, then, and, right? But a lot 45. of that is he's really not training. Yeah, that's true. You know, he's, don't, don't think that he's training real hard for any of these. He's not. He's going in just off of being who he is and what he knows. 46. He's 46. See the parentheses there, Dave? That's the, that's the age. <laughs> that's why we should have done them. Uh, all right, I next. Know. I say Chael's wrong on that one. I don't care about the tag team thing with him and KSI and possibly Manny Pacquiao and Salt Poppy. I don't even know who the fuck Salt Poppy is like John. Who is Salt Poppy? Guy. He's the guy in the bottom right corner, it looks like. Okay, that's the only I, guy see, I, don't I know. see the chubby guy with the flag. The, yeah. So, Filipino someone, said he's, someone said he's kind of a fun fighter, but I don't know anything about him. Yeah, don't know. Salt Poppy. Never watched him. Salt Poppy. That's a cool name, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> to be honest. So, so what we're saying is what it's a, that Pacquiao faces Mayweather again and uh, KSI fights Mr. Salt Poppy. Is that it? I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they do tag teams. Like, as you get tired, you can tag the other guy in to fight. I don't know. That'd be kind of funny. Nah. Who knows? All right, Who next. Cares? Let's do that other one. I want to do that one right there. Yep. Okay. Uh, so Alistair Overeem has a 12-month suspension now for a failed drug test. Surprise, uh, surprise, surprise. I Glory am Cows. shocked. shocked. <laughs> <laughs> like, did, like, really? Uh, look at him. Are you I, sure it's not the horse meat again? <laughs> I, I think it is. Oh, it man. Is. Oh, man. It's uh, but you know, and here's the whole thing. And that, but so was Botter. Botter was on yeah. the juice too. Did you take a look at him? Botter was huge. So, jeez. Uh, yeah, I don't. I look at it and it's like, okay, whatever. These guys. Botter, Botter Hart. Hey, you gotta admit, man. Uh, when, when when Alistair goes, he goes fucking full frontal, man. He goes, he goes for it, man. Take a look at him. He's he's almost Ubering him again right there. That's crazy, man. It's looking good. Can you? I wonder how your body's gonna react later on in life. I don't know. I can't be good, John. Can't be good. Could be fantastic. Look at him. (laughs) Does he have to pay anything? What do you mean pay anything? Does he have to pay anything like fees or fines or penalties or anything like that for popping? Uh, 
You know, I don't know what his contract with Glory was or anything, but where he was, uh, I, I believe that fight was over in, um, God dang it. Oh, it was either in, um, was that that in Holland? I'm not sure. Hmm. Where was where was that fight? Where Doesn't did it take place? Say. Doesn't say. Uh, back in October. Yeah. No. Um, the reason I ask is like if you're if you're over him at this point in your career where you're just doing kickboxing, do you just take money, take a, take the take the drugs and then uh, win your fight, get your money, and then who and then sit out a year? Happens? Hmm. I mean. If you're getting paid enough. Well, he, no. he can't just sit out the year and then come back as if he's still on and they're going to test him and he's going to pop. And... Yeah, but also, too, like at that age, you really want to sit out a year. I mean, you're you're getting no. older, losing time. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. But All right, next. Is there another one? Give me another one. There's not another one. There's no, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that I spend like 20 minutes pre, uh, pre-filming going over the content with you and then... I didn't even get as far as the Overeem thing, and you're like, one more, one more. Every Give me time, that one. one more, I want one that one. One, one more. more. I can keep more. on going. One more, one more. All right, guys. Hey, go to go to uh, OnlyFans.com slash Wayne In. Subscribe. We are doing a live broadcast on Thursday night at 6.30, live on YouTube. So live on YouTube, 6.30 PST time, Pacific Standard Time. We will be doing it live. You can only submit your questions, though, for our live broadcast on OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com slash Wayne In. It's free, guys. There's no payment. Subscribe. Okay? It's free. Submit your questions there. We're only being questions Josh. from, from OnlyFans. It, it is 10 cents. And then they're going to charge it back to your card after it runs. Anyways, but hey, make sure you guys smash that subscribe button on our YouTube channel as well as the thumbs up and hit the bell because we're dropping some interviews as we go. And when you hit that bell, you get the notifications to let you guys know when new shows drop. Also, also go to our know. OnlyFans to see some of the behind-the-scenes stuff that we go through oh, yeah. and do. It's all kind of it's kind of cool stuff. It is. Kind it's of fun. Cool. Shows that we actually it have is. a good time doing what we do. We had a good time at the Bellator event. We got a lot of behind-the-scenes footage and stuff like that. So, but uh, I want to thank you guys all. Shout for out to Brian. To us. Brian did a fantastic. Yeah, Brian job. Vega did a great job. He said, "I am the Bay" on Instagram. You guys can give him a follow. Does great content. He rep- He also follows around a lot of the uh, Russians from AKA. He also does a lot of work for AKA as well. Plus, he's been uh, doing some side stuff for us on the, here and there. DC and uh, I want to thank him so much. What up? Yes. Go to WayneInMerch.com. Pick up some of our nice. sweaters and shirts and all the other no things. No sweaters. Don't pick up any sweaters because we don't have Sweat, any sweaters. But sweatshirts. we have t-shirts. We have hoodies. We have sweatshirts. We have hats. Uh, and Josh wants a sweater. But for everyone out there. A, I need to get a discount code so I can get some of these things. <laughs> boy, you do. I can give I you a discount right. code. Do you want me to give yeah, you the I discount need, code? I need, yeah. It's not a live on air. Code. It's not live on air. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden they're like what the hell's going on what's going on all right for everyone out there man i hope you had fun with us because we had fun doing it and we will see you